All right, well, welcome to another consult server coffee. I'm, I'm Dr. Michael Jones, and I am really excited to be here with Hamilton Glass. Um, and we're here to talk about a project that you started a while back called Mending Walls. And Michael, yeah. That, yeah, so, so tell us a little bit about Mending Walls. Yeah, so Mending Walls is this uh, project that um, I created in 2020. Um, that uh, it's a public art project, but it really talks about empathy and connection and um, gets people to have a deeper conversation about uh, social and racial justice. Um, the idea spawned from a conversation I had with a fellow collaborator um, by the name of Matt Lively. Um, and it happened right after the murder of George Floyd. Uh, and he just, you know, we had, we were having a casual conversation and he asked me how I was doing. And I really, um, kind of told him not well. Um, and, uh, we, we went into it and talked about how, to me, I really didn't feel like things were, were different. And, um, we were going through that, that George Floyd moment. Um, and I couldn't understand why people were just kind of like opening their eyes for the first time. Um, or, you know, for a first time in a long time uh, to, you know, to this murder. And don't get me wrong, all murder is wrong, right? Um, but two weeks before that, prior to that, Ahmaud Arbery had been murdered and we didn't get the same response. And, you know, you can go, you can go weeks, months, years before that um, and the same thing. And I didn't understand why there wasn't, you know, the same reaction. And he got really vulnerable with me and told, and told me why it was different from him. And I started to kind of understand that his experience didn't make those other uh, instances um, big to him. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've seen my friends, uh, you know, thrown on the ground and, and things like that. I've been, I've been a part of groups where that, that has happened. And so when I see uh, 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 a minority or anyone actually thrown up against a, a car, or, you know, and someone die from something like that. To me, there's no excuse in why they were murdered. You know what I mean? Actually, um, yeah. And so uh, to me, we just looked at those instances as two different things. And um, I think that through that conversation, it started making me think like, we need to kind of really understand. And I know at, at heart, most people know that, but um really digging into the word empathy and really connecting and understanding that our perspective is not the end-all be-all um and uh we need to find ways to to communicate that and so um me being a you know matt and myself being fellow collaborators i just said hey what if uh we we you know started a project that really dealt with that and kind of had artists emulate what we need to do as a society. Um, and, you know, I had the chance to bring artists together from different backgrounds and different cultures to have that conversation and then create work that spoke about uh, social and racial justice. Um, and then, you know, it went, it goes beyond the, the art that they created. We had civic talks, um, podcasts, um, and different avenues to keep that conversation going. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it was interesting to me because when I, I think as, as a casual observer, 
Richmond has this incredible public arts scene that's mm-hmm. that's just amazing to start with. And 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 then you add the work that you guys have done, but as someone who, you know, riding his bike through the city or whatever, walking around or going out for a run, I see the finished project. And what became really apparent to me as I started to to dig into this a little bit more was the finished project isn't the story. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It, it's the creation and the dialogue that goes along with that. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm running around and I'm like snapping pictures of these things. And I, I just, I got home and I said to Debbie, I said, you know, nah, man, I got it wrong. This just doesn't do it justice. And, 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 then, and then actually you made me go back and read Robert Frost right? Because that's where the, yeah, that's where the mending walls came from. And I thought, oh, yeah, this is this is on point. Although I, I have to say I was a little disheartened, because my take on that poem is the neighbor never really gets past why he feels the way he feels. Yeah. You yeah, know? I mean, so what you're referring to is the the name of mending walls um, comes from the Robert Frost poem, mending walls, who Robert Frost, I've been told Robert Frost was named after Robert E. Lee, or at least his name was inspired by Robert E. Lee, um, <laughs> which is a, a little another little caveat to it. But um, the, 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 the thing about it is there are going to be people who never get it, right? There's going to be yeah. people who never get it. Um, but... It's, it's really about the dialogue that happens, right? You got to have the dialogue, even if you're going to, you know, try to get it, if that makes any sense. And so um, the, the Robert Frost poem and the two farmers coming together to do something, right? And that's what's important, right? They come together to do to something. To mend the wall. To mend the wall, even though one of the farmers doesn't see it as necessary, right? Yeah. So he's having an empathetic approach to that, even though they'll never see eye to eye on it. And that, to me, is the heart and soul of what we're trying to do. And Mending Walls, it's, it, it always feels weird calling it a public art project, especially as the, as the creator of this, because, because what, I, what I was trying to do with this project is meet Richmond where, where it was, right? Or where it is. We are a huge public art city, and we have and had protest words, you know, written on the walls. And I call them unheard voices written on the walls, right? And so the initial idea of this project was to find those, specifically those walls and continue the conversation because I didn't want those those tags just to be power washed over, right? I wanted to continue the conversation that they were, they were trying to have. To build on that. To build on that. And so, um, yeah, so that that's part of the idea too. It's about the conversation. The art is the candy that gets people to actually have that conversation. And that's why like my favorite part of the project is not the art, it's the podcast. Because in the podcast, you get an insight into the conversation that the artists are having and, and what inspired that art. There's so much stuff in that art beyond what you see. You have to, you know, drive past it 50 times to kind of get all of it. And, and even then you probably still wouldn't get 
get all of it because there are these little intentional things in there that they put that no one would guess unless you heard it. And so we had the civic talks where the artists could explain it, but we also had the podcast where the artists really went deep and, and dove deep into it. And then we have the, the documentary that's coming out um, and will air in, in VPM uh, in September. You, you guys have been prolific. It's, it, it's just, it's amazing what you've produced in not a long period of time. Yeah, I have to, I mean, I, I don't credit that with myself, like myself, I, I credit that with my partners. I credit that with the building owners in Richmond. I mean, be, imagine, you know, giving your wall up to someone um, and being told, and being told like, hey, you have no, you have no rain in what goes up on your wall. <laughs> uh, and, and it, you know, that that's the spirit of Richmond. That's the spirit of like, people believing in the project and wanting this to happen. And so those conversations from the artists had to be organic. It was kind of as, as you know, the head of this thing was kind of my nightmare to know that these artists would have to go up on civic talks and then someone asked them, hey, why'd you put that there? And say, oh, oh, the building owner wanted that, right? This thing had to be an organic conversation for it really to be true. Um, and so there's been so many people that supported it. Um, Community Foundation was the first person to kind of really kick it off and then Altria um, follow and suit behind. And then um, from then on, we've had countless other uh, just uh, from, you know, private donations to um, to other corp from to larger corporations that that have just given and it's been amazing. What? Yeah. What what percentage? And, and I don't know, roughly. How much of this is is corporate sponsored? How much of this is, or I'm just curious, is the people in Richmond kind of kicking in to make this happen? The, it seems to me that the public buy-in is is pretty. People are into this. Yeah, I mean, the first, you know, in 2020, it was probably about 90% corporate um, buying into it, um, and I say that very loosely because we did have some really giving private donors. I had one in particular donor. I'm I should have asked can I mention them, but in 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 sake of 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 people's privacy, I'm not going to, but I had one donor at the around the end of the project pay for his wall and another wall um to be done, which was amazing. Um but, but this year in 2021, I would say it's probably around uh 80-20, where there's there's a little bit more private donations this year. Um, and I, I really need to know those numbers so I can speak. But but the but even beyond monetarily, right? Even beyond monetarily, you, we need buildings. We need like there are people who've come and give given the artist stuff. There, you know, there there are there's a lot more even besides monetarily that just normal everyday Richmonders have kind of kicked in and helped with. So the support publicly has been huge and it wouldn't, even beyond the money, wouldn't been able to happen without that support also. Well, and, and I know you guys do, you, you mentioned the, the discussions, the civic discussions, and you've, there have been, I guess you spot like bike tours. And yeah. I think we went and did a 5k down from gallery five and kind of checking stuff out and, and all those things are just, 
they strike me as very powerful things just in that they they bring people together yeah absolutely and I, it's been great to see the city absolutely it feels like the city is just absolutely inspired by mending walls um there's been so many beyond you know on the street just art teachers have reached out i'm I've been telling people I've been doing a talk a week uh, just, you know, with RPS teachers and schools all around Richmond talking about mending walls. And um, we recently did a workshop with U of R and partners in the arts um, with RPS teachers um, kind of doing a workshop of how we can, you can use the mending walls motto in the classrooms, you know what I mean? And, and, and kind of getting the message over that way also so it's it's been amazing it, it's it's all been a, a lot to hold because there's so many other things to do and there's so many avenues to go 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 down with this um that we're trying to make sure we're doing the best job we can um but but you know it's a lot and i'm hoping i'm hoping that you know the work continues and you know more things come out of this um and mending walls can continue in different capacities here in Richmond. Well, and, and you know, I think I kind of got a sense of that. And, you know, with, with uh, the Marcus Davis Peter circle and, and everything that happened there before it got fenced off, um, right. the, the energy there was, was actually, I always felt like very positive and very inclusive. And, yeah. and it was a catalyst for the kinds of conversations and the kind of community building that we really need, I feel like we really need at this time in this country and in this city. And, and Mending Walls strikes me as being exactly the same thing, except you've got them all over the city at this point. Yeah. You know, and so it's not just one focal point. It's all these little points with different aspects of the conversation. Yeah. And it involves so many different people. That's yeah. and that's the goal too, right? It, it's not, it's not a perspective. Many walls is a platform in which yeah. you can you can voice your opinion and um and connect with people who are doing the same thing. Yeah, and that's and that's yeah. dialogue, you know civil discourse needs to come back into fashion right i mean you can agree to disagree much as the farmers in the poem yeah absolutely you, know, you can agree to disagree but as long as you each you know understand and respect each other's viewpoints then you can go forward together right exactly so I was wondering if, if you would, you know, take a couple of minutes and, and go through some examples of these. And we had talked a little bit about this and I'll, I'll, I'll get the images into the video for the podcast for the folks that are listening to look at, but I mean, these are, these are all pretty, pretty different and, and powerful. And, and I think the first one, um, the one that I really like the most is the Arthur Ashe tunnel, just I think because of yeah. the geometry of the whole thing as much as anything else. And, and yeah. yeah, can yeah. you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so I mean, within my art career here in Richmond, um, you know, I've always done things like mending walls. Like I've always used art as a healing tool um, because I think it, it's a great healing tool, creativity and, um, 
creativity in general is something that I think that most people, um, you know, are guided to and they they gravitate to. Um, whether it's a good or a bad thing, right? If you if you get somebody to tell you an opinion about something, you've kind of got them in art. <laughs> and so, uh, so um, I've I've had the opportunity to do a lot of great projects here in Richmond. Um, Arthur Ashe is a really great example. Um, a group of local artists and myself got together um, a couple of years ago. I was I'd say around 2017 and created this group called the Unity Street Project. And we started in Jackson Ward um, and did a couple of murals around, um, you know, the history of Jackson Ward and some of the, some of the, what we call heroes of Jackson Ward, people who have um, owned property and kept it up and, you know, has kept the history strong. And since Jackson Ward was changing so rapidly, we thought it was really important that the history be on the walls. Be preserved, um, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we then moved over to Battery Park, and um, um, and and Battery Park has this tunnel that um, was locked up all the time, and it really it goes under the street. And so, in order to go from the basketball court side to the tennis side, you had to cross the street. And it's you know it's a shame because it has this tunnel that's locked up, but because the tunnel was in disrepair and there's no lighting down there. And, you know, for other reasons, they had to lock it up to make sure nothing bad happens. In yeah. So or probably it, it has happened before. Um, and so using art, you know, we approached uh, Parks and Rec and said, hey, we'd love to make something in, you know, in this tunnel. And Arthur Ashe grew up in Battery Park. And, you know, on one right. side of the of the courts, I mean, one side of that park is is dedicated to tennis, tennis. So we we thought, hey, let's dedicate this tunnel to Arthur Ashe and his accomplishments, and you know, um, and and make something of this. And so we we approached Parks and Rec, uh, and immediately they they kind of got on board and said, hey, we love this idea. Um, uh, we also approached uh, Hands On Greater Richmond. Um, to try to get some volunteers involved, wrote some grants, and uh, we made it happen. And so now the tunnel is uh, um, is uh, is opened up by the Battery Battery Park Community Center over there every day, um, and uh, you can walk through it and kind of see, you know, his yeah. accomplishments. Reads his, it's like a little timeline of his his accomplishments, and you know, I've been told by the city that you know people call to even from out of town to come to come toward the tunnel uh, and it's amazing what what um what art can do and that made the city say hey and hey let's invest in some lights in this tunnel let's keep it clean you know what i mean right art is again you know using the power of art and creative placemaking it's a way to kind of activate spaces and and really get the full potential out of out of the spaces that, you know, in the built environment that we use every day. Well, it, so, it certainly has been transformed from a, I don't think I want to go in there kind of place to, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's bright, it's colorful, it's educational, it's inviting, you know, and, and I, right. I love that, that over, over one of the entrances, you know, is, is the quote, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And then Absolutely. you go in. 
And you, you take absolutely, we thought that was fitting. So it's an Arthur Ashe quote yeah. that absolutely applies to 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 this tunnel that that we um, that we revamped. Um, but then there's other projects like the RCC um, RCC building, um, Richmond Cycle Corps. Yeah, and I approached um, Craig Davis. Um, with RCC about that a couple years ago. Also, I think that that might have been done the same year. That was a busy year. Um, and, you know, with Richmond Cycle Corps, they do so much work with those kids um, beyond bicycling. Every time I see RCC, they're, of course, getting awards and um, recognition for the, you know, their bicycling crew. And they well-deserved, well-deserved. But just knowing Craig Davis personally, and being in that space with them sometimes, um, you know, some, some of the times I noticed how, how a part of their lives they are outside of bicycling. You know, they actually bought the space over on, um, on the East End uh, um, to be closer to, to those kids and start a school, the Legacy Academy. And so um, I, and I actually didn't even know that I knew of the new space, but I didn't know that they were creating the Legacy Academy. Um, and uh, that's when I saw the new space, I went and approached Craig about it and he was like, absolutely. And so I reached out to Hands-On Greater Richmond um, and, you know, again, wrote grants for that project and made that happen. Is that the Think, the Think mural? Is that, that's yeah. Yeah. That's a really, again, a really powerful piece. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, again, it, it, their, their Legacy Academy goes by this um, Martin Luther King uh, quote that, that talks about thinking, don't ask me to recite that quote right now. I don't, I don't know it. But the, the mural says it, and it talks about the power of thinking. Um, and so I grabbed onto that and said, this is, this is perfect. And um, try to emulate those kids in in that that mural. Um, but, but again, I think it kind of it kind of gets back to, and it's funny. Um, again, this is like the the six degrees of separation or less in Richmond. I was just talking with Mike Maruka at the Anna Julia Cooper School. Yeah, about yeah. Craig and what they do. And again, you know, the, the for with Craig and with Richmond Cycling Corps the bikes were, were, were a means to an end. Right. Right. I mean, just right. in the sense that the mural is a means to an end. Right. You know, and, 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 and those guys, they, they truly, I mean, they rolled up their sleeves and dove right into the middle of, of, of all of that, which, you yeah. know, probably you, you really don't watch what people say, watch what people do. And yeah. I think because, because people saw how invested they were, it made a difference. And the same is true with 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 Mike and the Anna Julia Cooper School. Right, they're, they're right in the middle of of people's lives, doing what Absolutely. they can. Absolutely, you know, and that's and that's ultimately, I think, you know, the thing that that draws me to all of this is it, it's the humanity of it. Yeah, you know, and that's and we like have this humanity it feels to me as if there's almost like a humanity deficiency going on in our society at the time and, and I think 
a lot of what you do, it exposes the fact that, you know, I think most of us are on the same page, that there's probably a very vocal attention-seeking and attention-gathering minority that drive a lot of the, the divisiveness. And the media grabs onto it because it, it sells. <laughs> it's like professional wrestling or car wrecks or something. It's like you're drawn to it. Right, right. Probably yeah. for all the wrong reasons. Right. You know, and, and, and more responsible people in the community, such as yourself and the people that are involved in mending walls, say, you know, no, it's, it's not really, it doesn't have to be like that. Right. You know, and, and, and so it, it sort of coalesces people and, and, and I think helps us refocus on what matters in our lives and what matters in the lives for most of us, even with different backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, and that's, that's part of it, right? It's, I didn't, I didn't put people from different backgrounds together to realize how different they were. I put them together to realize how, you know, how, how alike they are. Well, and I, you know, I think that's the thing, you know, it, it, if you talk to people, if you travel and, and you, you meet people from all around the world, at the end of the day, everybody's pretty much, everybody pretty much wants the same thing. Right, exactly. You know, go home to your family, play ball with your kid, mm -hmm. hang out with your neighbors and, and just have a quiet, happy life. Right. Right. I mean, exactly. <laughs> There's a, and it has, you know, it has nothing to do with your socioeconomic status or your race or your gender, or it shouldn't. It because shouldn't. Right. It shouldn't. That's the problem. It shouldn't. Right. And, and, and those things that are introduced to, are, are really, they're false dichotomies, you know? And so projects like Mending Walls and, and people like Craig Dotson and Richmond Cycling Corps and, and the Anna Jo Cooper School, they, they drive that point home to us yeah. and go, it just doesn't have to be that way. It, this is how, how it can be. Right. And that's, you know, that's kind of what we need right now. Another person, and, and tell me, would you tell me a little bit about the Lorna Pinkney? Yeah. Because she's an interesting lady. Yeah, very, very. So I had the pleasure of, of knowing Lorna. Um, she, um, the, the thing she's known most for is starting the um, Tuesday Verses um, here in Richmond. And she had one in DC also. Um, it was one of the first, it was the first event that I went here with my wife um, when we moved to Richmond in 2007. Um, but she, she, she created more than that here in Richmond. Um, I'm not the person to, to tell you what those things were because she was here long before I, I was here in Richmond, but you can tell that, she, you know, about how many people she affected just because of how many people she knew, how many, you know, movers and shakers loved her. Um, and just, she just was a bright light here in Richmond. And um, I, the funny thing was I had been planning to do, I've been talking with some of her close, uh, friends here in Richmond and have been planning to do a mural here for a long time on on Lorna and uh, just we just couldn't make it happen logistically yet it was going to happen we just hadn't made it happen logistically yet but um, I had a call from someone 
from one of her close friends uh, about Lorna when they saw all the mending walls go up, <laughs> all going up at, in 2020. And I was explaining to them, hey, you know, mending walls is a, is a collaborative thing. It's not us like picking people, you know what I mean? Picking yeah. people to go up. But I think that it's a great idea. I think it's a really great idea that I've got to talk to my partner at the time was Eli Vicky Mullen about about um, her and see what he thinks because we were we were in the middle of our discussion about you know about the project and what we were what we were thinking on and stuff like that and Eli just like was I don't want to say in love with Lorna but he was uh, then I, I had a you know I sent him an email about Lorna and then the next time I talked to him he knew more about Lorna than I did. <laughs> Uh, and there were some, there were some really crazy coincidences that happened while we were planning this project, which was, was really insane. First of all, the mural, um, started on Lorna's, on Lorna's birthday. No, it started on either her birthday or the day she passed away. Um, and then when I first went to look up Lorna again, like just just go look her up and learn more about her, I realized I realized the 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 day I went to look her up was the last day I saw her, and it was the day that I was looking her up, and her her second to last Instagram post on that day was me painting at the RVA Street Art Festival. And she came wow. to say hi to me. And it was the last day that I saw her. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? The last yeah. day that I saw her alive. And I was just like, okay, if you, like, what <laughs> what other sign do you need? That this is the, you know, you, you know exactly. what I'm saying? That this was it. Um, and so, yeah, so we, 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 decided hey we have to we have to make this about Lorna um and it was a we decision it wasn't a me decision um because I again that that process had to be organic and so we really because you know we really just felt Lorna's spirit in that in that in that project and um created it about her and created it about all the connections she had in Richmond and, and talked about her like she, you know, she's a bright light um, uh, and the lights that she affected around her in Richmond. Um, and you can, while painting it, we could, we tenfold, saw it tenfold. Um, the people that came and, and gave us and told us stories about her while we were painting it. Uh, and we kind of kept it secret too. Like we didn't, it's not something that we announced before we, you know, before we um, started painting it. It's the but entire it just, side of a house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's I know. It's secret to keep. <laughs> no, I understand. But the thing is like, there, there were random people who would come up and say, hey, is that Lorna? Um, yeah. And just sit and tell us stories about her. And so, you know what I mean? It was very impromptu. Um, and it, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. Um, and to this day, I, I can't look at that mural without smiling. And that, I know that that's not the truth with all my murals, to be honest. It's like, um, 
I can't look at that mural without smiling. There are people, there, there are things that just happen that I know that I know that she's seen that mural, if that makes any sense. Like I know that she is, there's this light around that mural that it, really it, it's a very, it's a very powerful and a very it's an energy, I don't know what the right word is. It radiates good energy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I ride by there all the time. And and that's one of the reasons I was like, I just like to look at it. I don't get tired of yeah. looking at it. It's just, it makes there's very fun. There's very few projects that I've done that I can say that about exactly what you just said about, like, I just like looking at it. And that is probably the number one. That's uh, That's really good. Yeah. So, so that 30 minutes goes by really fast. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're pretty much out of time. Um, I really, for folks who want to get a hold of you guys, I guess the website, mendingwallsrva.com is. Yep. Think- the website, mendingwallsrva.com. Um, you can email us at mendingwallsrva at gmail.com. Um, we're, we are doing exciting things this year in 2021. This year, we're working with some organizations um, that deal with um, social and racial justice through different avenues. Like we're focusing on mental health, incarceration, food justice, um, and fair housing. So we're dealing with, we're working with organizations who deal with that specifically in Richmond. Um, and this year, we're not doing 16 projects year, this year. We're doing <laughs> four, but we're doing one a month and these projects, I would say it's more potent. We're focusing on that, the conversation the artists are having with those organizations now. Um, yeah, and, and that's, to show yeah, that, that. that again, that's just, that's the whole thing is it's the process and the dialogue and, and bringing people yeah. together. And so, Ham, thank you so much for taking time to talk about this stuff. It's, and thank no you problem. for everything you do. Thanks for your interest in it. Uh, thank, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. I will talk with you soon. That's another Consults Over Coffee. Um, I'm Dr. Michael Jones here with Hamilton Glass of Mending Walls RVA. Look them up, support them, get involved. It's, it's stuff we all need. <laughs>